Taking years to write a book is so last century. Hi, I'm Liesl Hill. I help aspiring authors move toward their dreams of career authordom by mastering their story, mastering their words, and mastering their marketing. If you're ready to put your head down and do the work necessary to eventually live off your fiction royalties, then tune in each week. I'll give you actionable tips and hacks, as well as inspiring interviews with writers who are already doing this. We are prolific authors. Hello there, prolific authors. How is everybody doing? Um, I just wanted to go live today and do a just a really quick training. What I'm going to do is um, talk about dialogue, give you a couple of quick tips, my quick tips on how to create good dialogue, and then I'm going to give you some resources for where you can learn more. Because we all know that dialogue is one of many um, variables that you need in place in order to make sure that your books are well written and that your audience is connecting with them. Okay, dialogue is really, really important, and if you don't nail it, then it's really hard for your audience to connect with your book, and then you're not going to see too many sales. All right, so the tips I'm going to give you on dialogue are these. Um, first of all, and this one is, is pretty well known, you've probably heard this before and kind of know this, but it is very, very important, so I'm going to repeat it again. You shouldn't be writing your dialogue in the same way that we speak. Um, humans speak really incorrectly. We do not use correct sentences. We use all kinds of figures of speech. We interrupt ourselves mid-sentence. So especially in really um, newbie authors, they tend to want to make dialogue very um, realistic to human speech, and honestly, that's just not a very good idea. Um, you can mess with it to make, you know, to show characterization with different, um, you know, figures of speech that your characters use all the time, maybe, or different dialects, but it's not, generally, it's not a good idea to try to make it really, really realistic. We just have too much small talk in our daily conversations and too much really, really terrible grammar, <laughs> and of course, we understand each other because, and this is probably the the biggest reason for you to understand why this is not a good idea, even though we talk terribly when it comes to grammatical form, we understand each other because we have tone and we have body language and we all know that the most human communication comes through body language, not through verbal language. But when you're putting it on the page, the reader doesn't have any of that. They don't have any, um, you know, the, the body language or the tone of voice. We have to tell them that in the text, how something is said, right? So that's why it's just not a good idea to try to write as people speak. So don't even attempt to do that. Make sure that every line is conveying um, something that moves the story forward, something that is important to the conversation the characters are having, and cut all of the fluff. I can tell you that early on, I probably left a lot of fluff in my dialogue and um, thought that I was doing well and being cool and all of that, but it's not. I go back and read that now and I cringe. And at some point, you know, with experience, you'll learn not to do that as an author, but um, yeah, just learn it sooner rather than later. Do yourself a favor and, you know, make sure that your readers can connect with your dialogue. Um, the second big tip that I'm going to give you is that when you have two characters conversing, they should always be at odds about something. Even if they are not at odds in the story, in their conversation, they should still be at odds with one another. So even if they're good friends, not actually arguing or fighting about something, you know, on the same side of things, 
when they're having a conversation, something about their conversation should be at odds with each other. So maybe two different perspectives or um, one questioning the other's um, you know, ideas, like not, not even necessarily in a bad way, although it could be, but just asking, will that work? You know, explain that to me. What about this? What about that? Because that is what keeps the conversation going and keeps readers moving through the conversations. Okay, and, and you, this is the kind of thing you know, although you might not have thought about it too consciously before, because we all know that if we have a conversation between two characters when they're just agreeing with everything the other one says, oh yeah, you're right, oh yes, I agree, that is so boring, okay, that is the equivalent of small talk, so don't put that in your novel. Even if they're on the same side, make sure that there's enough of a back and forth and that they are at odds with each other in some way to keep the conversation flowing, okay? Um, beyond that, make sure that you are editing for crutch words in your conversations. Uh, last week I did a live on um, editing was as a crutch word. I have about 30 crutch words that I edit for and I'm going to keep doing lives and show you how I do that, um, but I didn't want to do it all at once. So keep an eye on that and yeah, just make sure that it's very edited and that I think that's the most important thing. Make sure that every line of dialogue is at odds with whoever they're talking to and that every line of dialogue moves the story forward or the scene forward in some way and isn't filler or fluff or small talk. Okay, now I'm going to give you a couple of resources that I really think every author should take advantage of because they have helped me a lot in my writer's journey. Two of them are books and one of them is a podcast. So the first one I'm going to talk about, I have a picture of it on my phone screen and I know it's not going to show up terribly well on the camera, but I'm going to try to show it to you anyway because when I tried to share my screen last week, Facebook had a meltdown. Um, so I'm going to do this and I'm, I'm looking into getting, um, finding a better way to do this so that I don't have to deal with the weirdness of Facebook sometimes. Um, so this is a book called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. I read it recently and it's fascinating. I've actually already read it twice and I will probably read it again. Um, it's written by um, a real life FBI hostage negotiator. Okay, so he, his whole job was to communicate with people who had people at gunpoint. Okay, super scary job. And in his case, if he did not figure out some way to communicate them, communicate with them, people died. Okay, so he knows a thing or two about communication. Okay, it's not about ego. It's not about um, him being right. I mean, this person is by definition a criminal who's holding someone at gunpoint. So I think we can probably agree that person is not in the right, but that doesn't matter. Really what matters is the lives of the hostages and he had to figure out a way to get through to these people and keep them from killing the hostages. Okay, so definitely he knows what he's talking about when it comes to communication. And this is all a book about, it is about negotiating, but it's really not about winning. It's about making the other person feel understood and explaining to them your point of view in a way that will help them come around to it. So it's just important that you understand this isn't about brainwashing, it's about communication. And there's nothing about it that's geared toward writing at all, but I found it really, really fascinating because he talks about the best ways to communicate with people and get them to understand your point of view and even probably start to get them to agree with it. So the way that I've used this in my writing is whenever I have any kind of negotiation in my book or um, maybe you have someone that wants something and you know slowly over the course of the book they're trying to get it or trying to convince someone to do something for them, I actually use the techniques he talks about in this book and put them into my dialogue and into my writing. And it's really fun and it's really interesting and it gets into the, a lot of human psychology. So let me try to get this so that you can see it. There we go. Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss, so you guys can look at that. Um, the next one is much more geared toward authors, and I will pull this up on my phone screen so that you can see this one too. It is called Dazzling Dialogue by 
um, James Scott Bell. James Scott Bell has a lot of really great writing books, and I would recommend pretty much anything he writes. But this is um, just a, what it sounds like. This is a book geared toward writers to help you improve your dialogue. I've read it several times as well. Um, How to Write Dazzling Dialogue, The Fastest Way to Improve Any Manuscript. And here is that one. You can kind of see it a bit there. Um, both of those books, they're not expensive. I think Never Split the Difference is around $15 USD, but Dazzling Dialogue is less than five, so they're both very affordable. And finally, um, I don't have a picture of this, but I do have all these links, by the way, if you want to check these out further, will be in the post. The other one is something that I've recently discovered called The Dialogue Doctor, and it is a podcast by, let me think who the host is, Jeff Elkins, and he basically coaches people authors on their dialogue and his pretty much he, he has conversations sometimes with other authors but most of the podcast episodes are him coaching authors on their dialogue on their opening scenes on their characters things like that and I think it's really valuable um, because he is he knows what he's talking about he knows how to write dialogue and he knows what he's doing so if you want to just kind of listen to free coaching about dialogue check that out I've put the link uh, to his podcast in the show notes it goes to his website but from there you can get onto iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts so um, kind of a short live today but I just wanted to give you some tips and tricks and recommendations for writing better dialogue because as I said at the beginning we all know that writing good dialogue that is um, very understandable and connects with the audience is key in creating a sustainable author business and that's what we are all here to do okay so um, do me a favor, and if you had any aha moments about this, or if you maybe, you know, in the future get one of these books and and really like it, leave me a comment and tell me um, what you thought about it, and you know maybe what your biggest struggle with dialogue is, and yeah, let's get a conversation going. All right, everybody have a great day, and uh, happy writing. See you later. Before you go, I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping. If what I've taught here in this video is making sense to you. Please leave me a comment and tell me what your biggest aha was or perhaps what the biggest thing you struggle with is. I would love to hear from you and get a conversation started. Um, I also have a couple of free uh, resources for writers. I have one called the Ultimate Villainy Checklist, which gives you a list of um, both traits and also functions that a good villain should fulfill in a story to make sure that you have an unforgettable villain and that they are not boring <laughs> or lacking in your story. The other one is called The Nine Essential Plot Points. It is my proprietary blend of um, story beats that I use to write every single story that I create these days and um, explanation of, of exactly how I do that. So links to both of those are in the notes. I um, have created just free PDFs that you can download. Also, if you are interested in getting your book written, I do story clarity coaching, which means that I coach fiction authors um, from beginning to end on the story process. So everything from how to create a daily writing habit, all of the elements you need to put into your story to position it as a bestseller, and then of course marketing. So if any of that is interesting to you, hop on a 15-minute free clarity call with me and we can just chat about uh, what your goals are and whether or not I can be helpful. Links to all of that are down in the description. I also have a free Facebook group for writers. It is called The Prolific Author and the link to that will be in the description as well. And finally, if you are liking what I'm teaching or my style of teaching, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future videos, okay? I will see you next time. Me again. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, I would love it if you could leave me a review. Reviews are the best way to show your appreciation and help others find this podcast. 
Be sure to screenshot it, share it on your favorite social media network, and tag me at LK Hill Books. Remember, the world needs your stories. Only you can change someone's heart with your fire-breathing dragons, your mind-blowing mysteries, your epic romances, and your intense thrillers. So join the revolution and be a prolific author.